0: This is CliffCentral.com. So Stoffel van Veek is my hairdresser, but he's not the only one in this country at the moment who is stuck at home, unable to ply his trade. Uh, apparently, the only time they'll be able to is at level one because Kwasasan Lamini Zuma says that um, you must cut your own hair, which I know would be an absolute disaster in my case. Stoffel, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't laugh. You know exactly. You know what I mean. And <laughs> love. So, first of all, how are you? How how are your how are your wife and kid? How are the rest of your, of your industry? I mean, is everybody okay?
1: Thank you, um, Gareth. Um, I'm fine because I've got food and I've got a home, and I've got a family, and I've got a support structure, and I have mm. lots of um, people who I can communicate with online. Yeah, support structures. Uh, we are. Lobbying on a national level for our industry. Mm. Um, so I'm fine. My, my wife and my child are fine. He's doing school, you know, online schooling. Um, I mean, after our bro- they, they broke into our house three weeks ago, so all our equipment was stolen. But apart from that, we're still blessed. I'm, I'm concerned about those, those two-thirds of our industry of people who are not as fortunate as I am, who mm. are literally living from hand to mouth, are not fine right now all right so Uh, you guys
0: you guys are obviously closed and so are all the hairdressers in south africa you're not allowed to operate by going to people's houses even if you wanted to um your your people in the salon everyone from the ladies who kind of clean the place to your stylists they're all obviously sitting at home too so there's nothing there's nothing you guys can do at the moment the government has effectively shut down your business
1: um yes but also not because we've now recently been given the, the go ahead to be able to sell uh, some of our retail products uh, that is now being said to be essential mm. which i know it's true because it's cleansing yeah. and together with that also because the minister said people must do it themselves at home we've now also um started releasing professionally formulated and um um uh, mixed hair colors that we are sending to our clients for them to do themselves with a little tutorial as to how to do it. And so there's a small little portion of the work that we can sort of do, but But there's nothing, there's no touching.
0: Yeah. But surely also (laughs) this is, this is all just, um, you know, it's to bide time and and that's not going to keep your industry alive. That's, that's just barely enough to, to break even at all and probably make a loss.
1: Yes, definitely. It's just so that we can start trickling some funds because you must remember now. Um, there, I'm going to give you a little bit of stats. There's about hundred, no, almost hundred thousand people officially employed in this industry in our country. Now, this is this is these are the people that are registered and that we know of. Yes. I would like to call it. I would like to say that that's a portion of the of the formal sector of this industry. There's a huge amount of people who are not necessarily registered, and who um, the governing bodies are not really aware of. Yeah, um, that is not part of that.
0: Um, you mean you mean like those people, like those barber shops that you see on the side yeah, of the road, like for the example? Yeah,
1: barber shops. Yeah, we call them the spada hairdresser shops. Now right. those those people those people serve a massively important portion of our of our country's beautiful um societies need mm. i mean people people want to look amazing they want to they want to dress up they want to it's it's a social thing yeah it's it's, a, it's it's a social necessity for people to be touched and to you know have interaction with one another like that i'm not even talking about money and you know um, um survival but it you know,
0: that's, you know it is also about survival
1: no, of course. The reason for our discussion and for our exploration is survival at this point in time. I'm just saying it, it, uh, it's, I'm fine. There's so many hundreds mm-hmm. of thousands of people that are not fine.
0: So, so Stoffel, I mean, what, what can you guys do? What are you able to do? Is there a, is there a legal action in place at the moment? Are, are the hairdressers, are you guys part of some union, all of you? Or? Yeah.
1: Okay, so I'm going to give you a few answers. Uh-huh. Let's start with the most important part. Listen, the hairdresser. Hmm. It is the core of his training. The core of the hairdresser's training is um, to be clean and to be sanitized and to be. Um, you get my message. Yeah, that you. Is, you you're mean, not. side is standing all over the place. We don't use. We don't use um, used brushes on clients. We use sure. some sterilized equipment. So that is a core portion of our training.
0: I mean. You know it's not an insanitary place uh because everything everything's constantly being cleaned, including the the customers
1: <laughs> yeah exactly so so just to add on that a few added extras that the government can make as a necessary requirement mm. can be added to our daily routine yeah um. Another thing that we can do is we can um, really um, practice social distancing by splitting our teams in half and by prolonging the, um, the um, trading hours so that there's less people at a given time in a salon space. That's the second thing we can do. Mm-hmm. third, th- 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 Listen, I can give you a list of all the things that are, that are able to be done within a day just in order for us to get going. The second question that you were asking um, is, do we have um, legal representation at this point in time? Yes, we do. There is a, an advocate who specializes in labor law who took it upon himself to actually um, address the government with a legal lawsuit challenge, ch- yeah. challenge to, to let us out of level one into level three, hopefully. And that is currently going on um, this gentleman is just absolutely so kind, and he's doing it free of charge. Um, if you guys would like to contact me, there's some some way in which we can support this guy. So, um, another way in which um, we are being looked after at this point in time, um, the E H O, sorry, E O H C B, which is the Employers Organisation for Hairdressing, Cosmetology and Beauty. Has been standing their ground in a in a very 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 good way in order for us to be assisted with this whole process. Unfortunately, they don't have any power with URF plants and stuff like that, which has been another huge disaster. Because um, I'm telling you now, seventy five to eighty percent of the hairdressing industry um, and um, this is now registered companies that are above board, that are paying source, they they they, they do, that are. Mm paying your pay Y-E that are paying UIF and all of that, none of these people have been have been paid yet. My salon That's has good. not been paid UIF yet for for for, for April. So let alone the, the the poor people who do not have capacity and understanding as to how to put these claims in and all of that. It is. I hope I'm answering you a small little. No, you you're question.
0: It's very it's very scary to me that there doesn't seem to be um, any urgency for UIF to be paying people like you out. And I've heard this story from other industries as well. And when you don't pay your UIF for your staff every month, you get um you get thrown in jail. So it's interesting how you know, it's good for the goose but not for the gander. It doesn't go both yeah, ways. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah.
1: If if you if, if you if you can understand a small portion of the emotional um trauma that our industry is experiencing at this point point in time simply because of this thing alone. It's just diabolical.
0: So Stoffel, how many people, for example, in your salon?
1: We are seven qualified hairdressers. Then we have six supporting hairdressers who we call technicians or operators. We have two uh, receptionists, we have a cleaning lady, and we have two nail technicians. So that makes it about 20 people.
0: So that's 20 livelihoods that have been directly affected for over a month now, and those people haven't earned anything?
1: Nothing. Not a cent.
0: And you, not you, even UIF. you run the business. Um, is, it, is it just you that's, uh, that owns the no, business? No,
1: I'm a, I'm a mag, managing owner. The two, the two directors in the business um, are not hairdressers, so I'm the hairdresser part of the business. They, they, they're the business part of the business.
0: And obviously, you you can't keep running like this because they're not going to be putting money in and you're not going to be putting money in forever. Eventually, it runs out and you have to shut down the business, right?
1: Yeah. I'm telling you, as we speak, already 18% of our industry has closed its doors. And according to um, Times Live, that was released a few days ago, Another 80% of this, no, sorry, another 70% of this industry will close its doors within the next month and a half, should this continue. That is not only one of the, one of the um, sources that I have. I'm telling you, a 250 billion rand industry, it, uh, up to 300 billion rand industry at this point in time, is going to be shut down because of this ruling of Alert Level 1.
0: Now, obviously, you know, the, the minister was being glib when she said, oh, people can cut their own hair. But it, that is that is normally not a good idea, not just for cosmetic reasons. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a profession. You guys train to do this. And as much as everyone might be sympathetic to the, the fact that your business is shut, a lot of people are quite angry about the fact that this is maybe the one thing in their lives that they really enjoy doing. It's one thing where they can relax and go and have a chat and get away from the normal humdrum life that they lead. And the fact that people have been locked in homes for so long and probably look terrible as well doesn't help. Um, psychologically, there must be a massive price that everyone's paying for this too, right?
1: Definitely. Definitely, and not just for our clients. I need to tell you, the the kind of money that is spent, the kind of energy and time that is spent for a qualified hairstylist mm. um, that is running a successful business under these circumstances at this point in time is unknown to the wider public. The kind of um, international education that I have had, mm. um, the kind of money that I spent on my own education... Um, let alone in international education, um, local, current education where I'm keeping myself up to date to make sure that I'm ahead of things and um, current and even um, ahead of the currency. It's it's insane. Apart from that, now somebody else comes and tells me, why don't you just show your clients uh, on a little program on TV how to do it how to yourself. cut their
0: own hair which is just so I mean it's, it would be like me saying to an engineer why don't you just teach me how to build a bridge from home yeah it's madness so the
1: industry, is, the industry is, is, is severely hurt by that you know by statements, statements like that they're not just hurt actually um, offended uh, because yeah. we are really working so hard to, to uphold the professional uh, professional sort of place in the industry that's, the, that's my side of the story. The other side of the story is, um, listen, it's not just the rich people in the north of Johannesburg that are having their hair done. No. And they're having their nails done and they're looking after their skins. As I said mm-hmm. to you before, this is, it's, it's part and parcel of our humanity. It's, it's, a, it's, it's not just a social thing, man. It's, a, it's like a basic need. I almost want to include it in the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I think it's like on number three.
0: <laughs> well if you listen three to numbers, uh, uh, I, I mean i can tell you uh, that's no small um statement that you're making there because i know if i haven't had a haircut for a while which you know because you haven't seen me in a while i i get very grumpy and i become i i, I become very difficult to work with so i i don't think that you, you're wrong i think that you might be onto something there it's very very upsetting and another thing mm.
1: and another thing at this point in time um uh, gareth the profession, there's a lot of professional people out there who, even though they might not be able to go to work, they are sitting in front of the screen day in and day out. Um, what, what's up with that? You know, what do you mean? Also have, they also have to look decent. Oh, They're yes. No, of
0: course. You're quite right. they looking yeah. at other
1: people on a screen. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, there's, there's a certain portion of that that you can excuse up to a certain point. Yeah. But after that, it's not excusable anymore to be on a, in a professional corporate environment looking like trash.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it does. It looks terrible. I mean, that's a fair comment. I think uh, a lot of us could learn from, from you know, people who look professional on Zoom, for example, when they're doing a, a, a discussion or a job interview or whatever it might be. So, okay, we, we're going to maybe get back to normal in your business by what? Stage one, whenever that is?
1: well um according to according to the little bit of knowledge we have it 's probably three to six months from now, oh, stage okay. one what we are currently what we are currently working on in a positive light let 's look at it uh, in a positive light for mm-hmm. a little while. There are suggestions being made um, through this lawsuit that we are busy with also um, over sixty thousand people had signed petition just before the previous um, address to the nation where uh, Minister Zuma explained the level one situation and obviously those 60,000-odd-plus petitions were ignored. Mm. Going forward, what we are busy doing as an industry now collectively um, on social media and also on um, pledging and lobbying to the government is all the different things that can be added to our working environment that can help us start trading on alert level three. So we are highly, highly anxious, sitting waiting for answers, whether we will be allowed to start trading from level three, even if it's with, um, with um, more restrictions and more specified health and um, safety regulations sure. uh, pertaining COVID-19. It's very doable, Gareth. But so you know, doable. this is it.
0: Your industry is willing to come to the party and be even more sanitary and careful about social distancing and keeping things very tidy and, you know, disinfecting and governed. Sure.
1: Also, also being governed in that we don't even mind being managed with that. Sure. As long as we can start trading, Jesus. and this is what this is what people in government at this point in time don't seem to to recognize.
0: Well, Stoffel, all I can tell you is. I wish you the best of luck if there's some way that that ordinary people can get involved, do you have a a website is there anyone that we can contact that if people want to make support donations perhaps or just you know find out more information? Is there somewhere we can go
1: yeah there is some somewhere we can go the e o h c b
0: e o h c b
1: employers organization for hairdressing and Cosmetology is the central it's a central communication board where we can get a lot of information from on their website. Right. And on their Facebook page. Okay. And then um people can contact me with regards to this um advocate and the law team who is currently looking after the industry. They can contact me on stoffel at urbansat.co.za and I will direct them in the in, in, in the following and the you know lead the way
0: forward that's stoffel at Urban urbansa double dot Co. dot za.
1: very good yes
0: sir alright stoffel listen good luck man and I hope I'll see you sooner rather than later you're going to get a hell of a fright when you see me
1: listen go on my youtube channel you can you can see a little clip of how you can cut your own hair no so that it's not too much of a mess. i'm, I'm not i wouldn't <laughs>
0: dream of it i'll i'll destroy myself it's going to be a disaster i'll wait to see you even if it means i come in there looking like tarzan <laughs>
1: don't you dare touch it have a lovely day
0: all right man you too and good luck and love love to the family hey
1: thank you so much i appreciate right. your time Garrett.
0: thanks Stoffel. this is cliffcentral.com